Blog Talk Radio. To Blog Talk Radio's A Date with Destiny for Monday, July 1st. I'm your host, Lisa M. Saunders, coming to you live from Baltimore, Maryland, as I will be doing every Monday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This broadcast is being sponsored by Masterminds LLC, inspiring and empowering people to achieve a greater destiny and making it happen God's way, Incorporated. Once again, we have another very, very special show for you this evening, and I'm so pleased to have co-hosting with me Ms. Teresa Hamilton, who is the CEO and founder of Making It Happen, God's Way Incorporated, transforming your dreams into reality. Hello, Teresa Hamilton. How are you this evening? I'm doing exceptionally well, and I can't wait uh, for the show to start. This is one area that I love to talk about. So I'm just eagerly yes. awaiting for us to get started. Yes, yes, this is a great topic um, that we are excited about excited about this evening, and the show's topic yes. for tonight is honoring our gifts. Honoring our gifts. So for those of you tuning in via the computer, please click on the follow button on the left-hand side of the title so that you can receive updates on upcoming broadcasts and follow us on Twitter at least 101. That's L-Y-S-E-101. We are now available as a podcast, and it's free. So go to the iTunes store, click on Podcast, and type in A Date with Destiny. You will also receive future episodes as well as being able to take us with you wherever you go. You can send me a message through this site if you would like to become a sponsor or to get more exposure for your literary work or business. You can send a message through my Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash a date with destiny 101, or you can leave a message via my website at info at your destiny net. That's info at your destiny net. So, hello again, Teresa. What a wonderful, hello. wonderful day it is. <laughs> yes, it certainly is, and I'm just happy to be. I'm, I'm glad the summer is here. It's a bit hot, and I know that people all over, especially the uh, western part of our country, Ooh. have been experiencing heat waves. <laughs> and oh I was goodness. out in the sun, and I don't think we're above 90, but it felt so hot. So I can only well, imagine terrain. what everyone else is going through. So I just wish them uh, well, <laughs> and all they can do is just stay cool and stay in the air conditioned if Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yes, because right before this broadcast, I saw where in Death Valley was like Uh 125 degrees. Yeah, unbelievable. And then in Las Vegas, it's like 118. So really, um, I don't think I'll be traveling anywhere near (laughs) (laughs) that far west in in the near future. (laughs) So the last time we were together, we talked about manifesting abundance, and um, that turned out to be a very, very enlightening conversation. Um, I also would encourage everybody to just go back into my show page and uh, click on that if you missed it and listen to it. I know it will uh, bless you. Um, I also want to encourage everyone to stay tuned to the very end of this show. I have a very, very special treat in store for you, so stay tuned to the very end, and I guarantee you, um, you will receive a blessing. Uh, Tonight, we are going to talk about honoring our gifts. So if you're listening in and feel compelled to call, 
with a question or comment, that number is 347-237-4518. That's 347-237-4518. Our phone lines are open at this time, although we are pre-recording this particular broadcast. Um, but while we are pre-recording, our phone lines are open, and we would love to hear from you. So that number again is 347-237-4518. Um, we must learn to recognize we must learn to recognize the gifts that we were given at birth and to cultivate them so that we may live from our highest self. And by doing so, we are recalling from our subconscious mind that we are whole, powerful, perfect, strong, loving, harmonious, and happy. I discovered a new book which is titled how Life Happens for Me, Not to Me, When I Stop Playing Small by Leotha Douglas. And I must say, when I read the title, my heart started beating faster because this title resonated so loudly, yes, so loudly within me and made my heart rejoice because I can identify with that statement, How Life Happens for Me and Not to Me When I Stop Playing Small. Oh my gosh! Wow. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? That's, that's, that's an awesome, awesome title. Yeah, yeah. yeah so we 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 often play small with our gifts and talents. We become fearful of what others might say. We become unsure and start to doubt what we feel, hear, and see within, especially when it comes to our spiritual gifts. Um, and Teresa, you and I talk about this quite frequently. How you know, we we oftentimes ignore uh, the promptings of our inner spirit because yeah. we, you know, it's either we we don't want to hear at that time, or we're we're doubting what we're hearing, or we're fearful because what we're hearing takes us out of our comfort zone. Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, and. And the voices of the world, the voices of the world will drown out the voices of God. Um, I don't know where I heard that, but the voices of the world will drown out the voices of God. So, therefore, the people who are surrounding us and people who are closest to us, our family and friends, um, they will oftentimes steer you in a whole other direction from what your inner spirit is guiding you to do. Now none of that matters anymore. Now it's like trusting our intuition, trusting what you're hearing inside, allowing yourself to hear and trust what's inside of you. Wow, yeah. It's almost like a rebirth of the of your soul or your spirit or of your spirit man. It's like you can exist and you find yourself going through the motions, but there's no real joy, happiness, peace. It's like you have no soul. You ever hear people say she just operates without a soul. In other words, yes. there's no real calling on your life. You're just kind of going through the motions and doing this. You know, you get up every morning, you go to work, um, you pick your kids up from the, the daycare after you finish work, you cook dinner for your husband, and then you yes, start it over, yes. over every single day. But you feel like something's missing or that you should be doing something to be greater joy and happiness but you're not quite sure what it is. You're just like, wow, right. I'm just going through this. And then sometimes what happens is we just have this unhappiness feeling, but we can't put our finger on why we're unhappy. <laughs> you know what exactly. I mean? Exactly, like right. When you take the time, it's like a still, like a calming being still moment that then yeah. you can really look at yourself and find out what was I created to do, what was I born to do, what is that inner drive that drives me beyond anything, and for you, it's teaching and ministry. You just feel yeah. driven by it. It's like once you yeah. understand it, you just know what it is, and now you can move forward in it and be happy and joyous regardless of what the circumstances are because you feel exactly. like it's so right, it's so you. Exactly. And, you know, I came across this quote, um, and I don't even uh-huh. remember who wrote this quote, but I just remember now that we're talking about it. Um, and the quote was, your purpose is your purpose, okay, mm-hmm. your purpose, my purpose, but I, this was ag- actually just jumped off the page at me. It was like, your mm-hmm. purpose is to reveal the face of divinity. 
by cultivating your spirituality so that your gifts emerge and allow you to serve and take your place among the rest of creation. And when I read that, I was like, oh, my gosh, I mean, that is so true. And I I was watching Oprah. I don't know if you watch Oprah's Super Soul Sundays, but I've started really getting into those. And um, Mm -hmm. she actually had India Irie on uh, uh, Mm -hmm. today, well, Sunday and um, last Mm -hmm. week, so this was part two. But one of the things that Oprah said, which was so profound, she said that um, when – and we've talked about this um, this very thing quite often, but she said, when you are clear, be clear about your intention and the universe mm-hmm. will rise up to meet you. Mm-hmm. Be clear about your intention. So for me, that that just rang so true because it wasn't until I decided that, okay, I'm going to fully walk in what I believe that I'm supposed to do what I believe that I've been hearing, and this is what I choose to do now from here to the day I leave this plane, and I'm just going to honor that. I'm going to honor the gifts that I was birthed with, honor the gifts that I've been cultivating. And and, and when I decided that well, I was going to do that, then the universe really did literally rise up to meet me. Everything wow. else, just the doors, doors starts started swinging open, you know, and just life. It was just a whole new life. It was a whole new world. All of the things of old just fell off and fell away. Why? Because I stopped trying to be in control and hold on to the old me. You know, stop trying to hold on to something that, you know, wasn't serving me anymore. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. And I think a lot of times, go ahead. And that title, and I hate to keep beating a dead horse, but there's the title is profound. Read that yes. title again. How life happens for me and not to me when I stop playing small. Right, right. And you know, the power of that title is this for me. Uh, just what you said is that we're trying to make, and that's why we had a name change with making it happen, because we are trying so hard to make it happen and the ways that we think we should be making it happen, but sometimes right. we're blind and we can't yeah. see everything that's going on. And what blinds us, what the title says, thinking small. And we think small yeah. because we've never played big. We've always right. played small. And our mind yeah. constantly tells us, you can't do that. And when we're not telling ourselves that, then our friends and family are telling us, oh, you're too yeah. old for that or you don't have enough money for that, Yes, yes. things like that, or what are you, yes. you know, what are you smoking? You've got young kids to take care of. So we're always here yes. that, which is a small way of thinking, but we are never thinking in a big way. And I was reading a book. I, I have to get the mm-hmm. last name of this woman is writing a book on purpose, and she has done a number of studies and, and looked at herself, and, and she was talking about her journey to purpose. And she said that she was just doing what her, her mother was an administrator, so she figured I'd grow up to be an administrator. But she also knew that she liked books and she was an excellent writer. She said, but even though she could do those things, she never left the administrative field until she was forced to leave it. And then when she was forced, she found herself in some other area, still not what she truly wanted to do. And she was also an artist, but of course she wanted to be an artist, but artists don't make that much money. So how dare mm-hmm. she think that she can be an artist? But deep mm-hmm. within, she realized that she was not only a writer, but she is also an, a lecturer, um, and she goes around and she started her own counseling business on purpose. And so once she got into that mode of doing exactly what she felt passionate to do, then mm-hmm. she was mm-hmm. really able to 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 um, to assume a world stage, so to speak. Yeah, and I yeah. So profoundly, so it's kind of like once we really get it, you know, get out of that yeah. dream state, yeah. and it's kind of like I liken it to being on a mountaintop and just taking a free fall. Yeah, <laughs> you just like yeah. I don't care. I don't care what happens. I'm just I just feel really good about this, and I'm just going to jump and drop. And I know that when I jump, I'm going to fly. I'm going to soar even higher, like an eagle. Even though I mean, you know, yeah. it feels like you're going to fall, but you don't. 
you end up flying yeah. even higher than you thought possible. Yeah, and that's what, you know, I was sharing with you the other day. That's exactly how I felt. You know, I felt like, Mm -hmm. you know, I feel like I've been on this mountaintop, which, you know, it Mm -hmm. took a while to climb that mountain, but I got to the top. And once I got to the top, it was just so beautiful, and you're overlooking, and you just see the mountains, and you see this beautiful valley, and everything is green and lush and plush, and, you know, you're closer to the clouds, and your arms are outstretched, Mm -hmm. and you do see the eagles flying over your head, and you're just feeling so great that you finally mm-hmm. reached this pinnacle and now it's like okay you know what it's time for I, I've got to come down off this mountain now because now I've got to yes. serve you've taken uh-huh. me away from the world for a while and now I'm ready I'm ready to go out and I'm ready to serve and it feels like you mm-hmm. just you know like you said free fall and it's like okay I'm mm-hmm. going to jump and I know but when I jump that I'm not going to fall you know that's yes. the thing yes. I'm going to soar yes. and, 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 and just trust Yes, you know, and India Irie, if you can catch that segment um, with her, girl, Mm -hmm. it was powerful, and she said Mm -hmm. the same thing. Now, here we have an international, world-renowned artist, you know, who's Mm -hmm. won awards and so on and so forth, And but even in her success, she was uh, pulled out of the, and she pulled herself out because she was going through so much. I mean, she suffered, and, and she suffered physically. She suffered mentally. She was just a mess. And it wasn't until she decided to pull herself away, and she she stopped uh, recording for like uh, four years or so, I think she said, that when she came out. But she did, but she went, but what she did was that very same thing. She was, she was um, being reborn again. She had to come mm-hmm. out of the world so that God mm-hmm. could do a work in her so that mm-hmm. now she can, she's back and she's soaring higher than she's ever soared before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and that's how that thing works. Um, you know, we're, we're always doing what everyone wants us to do. I know that I was mm-hmm. at one point, you know, I was doing things because people wanted me to do them. You know, they thought that I should be doing them instead of following my inner voice. You know, you get you get in constant your family church mm-hmm. and you get in constant mm-hmm. this and you get in constant. And then after a while, it's like, wait a minute, I, I wasn't happy anymore. What's going mm-hmm. on? But then you hear people on the outside, oh, you know you belong here and oh, where have you been? Oh, you need to come back. Oh, oh, oh. But see, what they don't know is <laughs> that's not what I'm hearing on the inside. Right. What right. I'm hearing right. on the inside is complete opposite from what you're saying. Now, yeah. if I do these things that you want me to do, who will be happy, you or me? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, see, and that, that right there is playing small. That right there mm-hmm. is hiding from your true self, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we have to be honest about the choices that we make. We have yeah. to be honest about the choices that we make. Yeah, yeah. Because and if you funny. don't, you're lying to yourself, and then you're just hurting yourself. You're not hurting anybody else but you. Yeah, well, you are hurting other people. You're hurting your children because when we, you know, that's that true. when mama's not happy, nobody's happy. Nobody <laughs> is. That's you right. Know, you're right. Like, um and for fathers, too, I know uh, of men who were not allowed to really take on their dreams, and they're just existing with their with their spouses, but they're not happy because their spouse was thinking, you know, I really don't want you to pursue that because, again, we need money. So whenever that happens, your family suffers, you know, or your friends right. suffer. Not only you, mm-hmm. but it is affecting people. And the one thing I always think about is, especially for people gift is that when you don't share your gift, you don't know the impact that you could have on someone else. That's life. right. You know, we're right. so busy, especially even the negative things that happen to us in sharing. And I, my biggest thing with people is to get them to share, not because I want to know their business, but because mm-hmm. in sharing we realize that, you know what, you went through that, I went through that about 10 years ago. Let me tell you what I did to help myself. In other words, mm-hmm. how much do we get from sharing our real selves, the real person, um, and sharing our real talents and our real gifts? And I think that people mm-hmm. kind of bury them. And my favorite um, scripture is the one of the talents because God has been telling us constantly, Christ, please do not bury your talents. Do not bury your talents. Do not bury your mm-hmm. talents. 
That's not good. Mm-hmm. God does not. Uh, right. He, he frowns down on that. You must right. use the skill sets and the talents. And the other thing about gifts and talents that I want to tell people, and this is one of the things that for me is the biggest shock. When I worked a regular job before I discovered that God wanted to take me on what I call a faith walk journey, um, and, again, I quit my job making a certain amount of money, not, not knowing where I was going to live, jumping off of that mountain again. But once God kind of put me back together again, like Humpty Dumpty, I realized mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. I didn't just have a skill set of well, I managed people, and that would have been my title as a manager. Um, but I also had the skill set to write a book, to lecture, to um, uh, to, to do consulting. In other words, there were about 20 skill sets buried within mm-hmm. me. And mm-hmm. that's the key, is that you, we are so much more than we allow ourselves to be. Yes, we typically yes, yes, think yes, we yes. can only do this one little small thing and that's all we're good at. Yes, and that's not yes. it. And it's like a whole new world opens up to you. And more than that, you begin to think. I was uh, somewhere today and I was thinking about something and I was like, wow, because I read somewhere about this, I have a much more open perspective about this issue. But had I not read or been more worldly, I would not. I would be more stereotypical or more biased toward an issue. And so mm-hmm. once you, you not only open up in terms of having additional skill sets, but your mind opens up to so much more. And I start to think that when you do, as you said, start with that one gift that God has given you, where you know that you know that you know that you were created to do this one thing and you operate, and as you've told mm-hmm. me so many times before, from that one skill set that you know that you know God has given you, then that's when you meet your blessing. And a lot of people exactly. need the abundance, exactly. which we talked about last yeah. week. But the abundance yeah. can't come until you're in the right land. <laughs> yes, oh, my <laughs> gosh. the right land with the right skill set, yes. that abundance will elude you until yes. you get to where you're supposed to be. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, it's funny because as I hear you talking about this, um, I was thinking about uh, <laughs> one of my one of my gifts, um, another one of my gifts, which is a gift of inspiring um, mm-hmm. and, and motivating and really empowering people. You know, and I, and I said to you, and this is one of the things that we talk about, is like you know that you have that. You know, I, we know mm-hmm. that, you know, you have that ability as well. But, you know, when you know that you have that, mm-hmm. start with that. You yes. know, don't yes. take it, don't hide from it, don't shrink from it. You know, and, and then yes. we have to, um, and this is something that, you know, I, I don't do, but I've seen others do it. But when we start to compare ourselves to other people, you uh-huh. know, that right there, that's another thing we have to stop doing. Stop comparing yes. your gifts yes. with yes. other people's yes. gifts. Because yeah, comparing yeah, ourselves yeah. to other people is poison. It's poisonous. Yeah. It will eat yeah. you from the inside out. We have to yeah. stop comparing our gifts with other people. My gift is not your gift. We may have similar yeah. gifts. We may have similar talents. But what God has for me is yeah. for me. Yeah. And what yeah. God has for you is for you. And then if we can stop trying, you know, to be competitive with one another and and know that there's no competition, know that there's enough in this universe a zillion times over for everyone to have whatever it is they want. Exactly. You know, exactly. and and um and another thing I heard Oprah say was when she said that she said serving what your soul came here to do and using your personality to serve that that's when you're in alignment and when you're the most powerful. So wow. when you are when you know that you are serving what your soul came here to do when you yeah. know that you are yeah. walking in that thing, yeah. Yeah. woo! The power that mm. you exude is amazing. Mm-hmm. Is amazing, and you know when you're walking in it because you turn around. Every time you turn around, you are being blessed. You know, you're, yes. it's like um, you, because you're giving. You're not thinking about yourself anymore. You've taken yes. yourself out yes. of ego, and you, you've allowed the spirit just to take over. And when that spirit takes over, when you are walking in what you know God has put you here to do, the heavens open up and they will pour you out a blessing that is so big that you yeah. can't even handle it all. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the blessing is, like we talked about last week, an abundance. The blessing is peace. The blessing is joy. And also financial favor. But when you are operating in your gift, it's just like, I don't know how to explain it, but deep down in your soul, when you're executing on that gift, all is well with the world. You just feel like, wow, I could do this and not get paid for it. You know, really. Because it's so much part of you. It's so who you are. And then when you can help someone in the way, like you said, that you were gifted to help, which is our ultimate calling, it's just such a blessing. And that's it. And that's it. It's like just walk in that thing. Because when I think back, and you know I say this a lot, when I think Mm -hmm. back to my childhood, you know, a lot of the the things that I did as a child that made me happy, when we grow up we forget about those things. But if you can look back to those days and you just the naturalness and the flow of things, the way things would flow, and and yeah. the things even then I was inspiring and I was uplifting and motivating people. Now I'm a child. I don't, and a lot of times I didn't know where that stuff was coming from. But yeah. you see, it yeah. came so naturally that you don't even pay attention to it. You know, yeah. you just yeah. probably ignore it and say, oh, you know, that's nothing. But yes, it is something. Right. And then you take <laughs> that thing, and if you take uh-huh. that first step with your gift. Woo! What we say, what uh, uh, Martin Luther King, just take the first, you don't need to see the whole staircase, just take the first step. step. And if you honor that gift that was given to you, God has no choice but to honor it back. He will give back. That's the gift of giving and receiving. (laughs) You know, and I just want to say this, too. I just want to say this. You know what this Mm -hmm. reminds me of? Okay, because first we have the power to, uh, we have been given the power, okay? Mm-hmm. And then you hear me say this all the time, and I will say it a thousand mm-hmm. million times until we get it, mm-hmm. that we are, mm-hmm. God has given us the uh, dominion and power over everything of the earth, right? So mm-hmm. that means, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and what we've been learning is that our God is not a God that, that, um, that uh you know, we have the gift of choice. He's given us that mm-hmm. a gift as, mm-hmm. as, as well, Great a gift choice. of choice. Yeah. So we have the gift to choose mm-hmm. the things that we want and the things that we don't want, right? So mm-hmm. what that does is that makes us the navigators of our own life. And when yeah. I think about that, when I think about being the navigator of my life, it reminds me of one of my favorite poems by William Ernest Hensley, uh, which mm-hmm. is, Out of the Night... That covers me, black as the pit from pole to pole. I thank whatever gods may be for my unconquerable soul. In the fell clutch of circumstance, I have not winced nor cried aloud. Under the bludgeonings of chance, my head is bloodied but not but unbowed. Beyond this place of wrath and tears looms but the horror of the shade, and yet the menace of the years finds and shall find me un- unafraid. It matters not how straight the gate. How charged with punishments the scroll. I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. And that is Invictus. I love, love, love right. that poem. Right. Right. And, you right. know, my right. grandmother, who was an um, avid reader and teacher, she taught me that poem at a young age. And I never wow. forgot the poem. I love wow. that poem. When it wow. says, I am the master of okay. my fate, I am the captain of my soul. And we are. Mm. We are. We all are the captains of our soul. Nobody but us. And if we give that power away, then we are just a w- walking around like uh, like you hear me say sometimes, the walking dead, the, the zombies. Mm-hmm. We're zombified mm-hmm. because we're allowing other people to control how we live our lives. Why? Because we're playing small. We're shrinking. We're not giving the fullness of who we really are. Yeah, yeah, that is so true. That is so true. So it goes back to trusting our intuition. Go ahead. Yeah, and I always like it. My favorite um, uh, person in the Bible was Abraham because he, God gave him just a promise, you know, he told us, he said, look, if you get out of your comfort zone, meaning out of your land, and go to this land, I promise you I will make you the father of many nations, and I will do this, and I will yes. do this, and I will do this, and blah, blah, blah. And 
sometimes it requires us, in order to be blessed, we have to move out of our comfort zone. We have to yeah. move for our soul. And sometimes your yeah. soul, is, and I can remember times thinking back now where I would be at work and I just felt I could be doing so much more. I, I always felt like I'm not giving a thousand percent to my job, and why is that? Does life mm. have to be that way? I'm not giving mm-hmm. it all. I can't give it all. Mm-hmm. I can't give it all. Why? Because I'm maybe handling personnel stuff, or maybe I've got to pretend to make it look like I'm in a crisis mode, or or I'm perpetually in crisis mode because my boss wants me to be in perpetual crisis mode in order to look like mm-hmm. you know, oh, we saved the day, and this is a not while annual evaluation, you know. So right. I think that. When you find yourself or you find, I know a lot of people out there, how many times have they told their boss, look, we've tried to do it this way, you've done it this way, don't do it this way. I've got another cheaper, better solution. And every single year you'll see the same thing go. They'll lose thousands of dollars and no one makes a change. But something in me just said, I thought about it, I said, you know what, I can't see myself doing this for 20 years and thinking it's okay. I would not be true to myself. To pretend and play along. I can't play along yeah. anymore. And yeah, you get tired of that. Yeah. Yes, you get tired. And we've got to, and even though moving out of my comfort zone meant things would change and things would not be the same, the peace and the joy, like I always say, I wish I could just give it away because it's so mm. overwhelming. And not yeah. only that, but we forget the small things like, for me, the time I spend with my family, I was sharing with one, with one of my friends the other day, I was telling them that before I was able, before I left the corporate job, I never saw my family. I remember my parents would pick up the phone and say, please just call us and let us know you're okay. Well, they mm-hmm. didn't know that I left for work at 8 o'clock and I wouldn't be back for, before 10, 30, 11. I really couldn't call. You know, without mm-hmm. disturbing them, I probably could have done it. And then the day everything was going so quickly, it wouldn't have been a quality call um, at work. And so those are some of the things that were happening. So today when I step back and I was like, wow, I get to see my son grow up and I can, you know, take time for him yes. and not feel like it's rushed. Wow, yeah. I get to communicate and have fun with my family without thinking up. I wonder what kind of stuff is being started now that I'm not at work. Yeah. Because when you left yeah. the job, you always had to deal with the, the nonsense of what happens when you're out and them calling you while you're supposed to be on vacation. So there's just right. so, many, <laughs> so many things, so many benefits that you get. And then for those yeah. people that are working, there are some people that are working that I know that are secretaries <clears throat> who are smart enough to be vice presidents of a company and desire mm-hmm. to be that then I would suggest mm-hmm. that they do whatever it takes, not to just be comfortable and think, oh, I'm just a secretary and I can't make it, but to really believe in themselves and take it to the next level. If it means that you have to go back to school and maybe just one or two credits, do it. Do whatever yeah. you know is necessary or you feel yeah. in your spirit that you need to do to move to the All next right. level. Honor yes, your gift. Honor Trust it. your intuition. Yes. You yes. know, today, um, well, when I was watching uh, an episode of the Super Soul Sunday, and it just, I was just so impressed with that particular episode that it just, it was like, wow, it just fits right in for, for you know, with what we're discussing. And they had yes. this little portion on there about, um, they had like farmers on, and they, they were sheep herders, and he had, um, well, lambs. And he had some lambs, and he said that, you know, we go out any, at any given time, like early in the morning, and they'll see a new baby lamb laying at the mother's feet. So, you know, lambs, mm-hmm. you know, they've given birth, and they've got their babies, and they would just stand there for hours on end, and they would watch these baby lambs. And, and you know, all of a sudden you would see the little lamb, you know, stand shakily on his legs and then um, instinctively go to where the milk is. Um, and, and then the question that he, you know, the, the, what he said was, you know, the lamb, how does he know when to stand? How does he know when to, you know, where to go to, to feed? How do they know this? Mm-hmm. They just came into the world. And so, mm-hmm. and then what he said was so profound when he said, the lamb doesn't go against their instinct. So wow. why do we? Wow. Wow. Yeah. Why yeah. do we, yeah. and we're, we're the intelligent mm-hmm. beings, <laughs> mm-hmm. why mm-hmm. do we? 
mm-hmm. ignore and go against our instinct. And here you've got a mm-hmm. lamb, you know, an animal that just instinctively knows what to do, when to do it, where to go to mm-hmm. feed, and the whole nine yards. But here we are, the intelligent human, you know, the intelligent mm-hmm. side mm-hmm. of things, you know, we the thinkers. Why do we go against our inner voice? Mm-hmm. You know, and that was profound. I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. You know, why do we ignore it? Mm-hmm. Why do we ignore it? And then there was a question that, oh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. I, I think we ignore it because society has placed a role of being in telling us what to do at every time. And we don't yeah. even recognize that we have been, I always call it pseudo-manipulation. Condition. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> because yeah. you're being manipulated, but you don't know it. Um, and yeah. A lot of times it is what we read, what we see on television. A lot of us, you know, we're so inundated with what the celebrities and stars are doing, and we get caught up with, you know, the external beauty, what weight we are, you know, whether or not we have the latest fashion, whether or not, you know, I'm faithful. So we're caught up in the external. What do we have? What Do we have the biggest house? Do we have the best car? Everything is external. I call it the kingdom of thingdom. Yeah, yeah, yes, that's what it is. <laughs> and so we yeah. find ourselves on this treadmill, but the celebrity should give us give us an idea. Here they are with everything, the ideal, the money, the beauty, the the popularity. But why are so many of them on drugs or depressed or unhappy or right. whatever? Because Committing suicide. It's it's, yes, yeah, it's an illusion. It's an illusion. Yeah, and I tell it you is an illusion. You said, Lisa, which is to listen to that inner voice that God has put each and every one of us with. We are going to be walking aimlessly, trying to get fulfillment, but we're going against, like you said, our instincts. Yes, and we do it all the time. We do it all the time. And And what I found for me, the solution for me, was to get off that treadmill. I had to yeah. get off. I had to not yeah. just not get off and then get back on a day or two later. Mm-hmm. I mean, completely mm-hmm. leave it alone, back mm-hmm. away from the world, and I had mm-hmm. to get still. I just did. Mm-hmm. And then learning about meditation was like the mm-hmm. best thing I could have ever done in my entire mm-hmm. life because mm-hmm. that just takes you deep within and it teaches you mm-hmm. how to hear. When you pray, you know, praying and then just expecting the answers to come, and they do, you know, leading you into what, you know, first mm-hmm. of all, you have to, again, be honest with yourself. Be true to yourself. Mm-hmm. What is it that you want? What yeah, do you want? And every time you what ask that question, yeah. Right. Yeah. You yeah. will get an answer. And this is yeah. a question that I have, and this was one that was on the show that I really appreciated. And I, it, it, the question was, what would I do in this situation that I have imagined for myself if I felt and knew that I was 100% worthy of receiving it? Mm-hmm. What would you do if you knew without a shadow of a doubt that you were 100% worthy Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of obtaining your dream, what mm-hmm. would you do? Mm-hmm. 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 And you know what my answer was? Whatever it took. What? Yeah. If God it. called me to be still, yeah. right, if I needed to be still for a year or two, that, in order to learn, really learn, mm-hmm. then that's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. if you think about it, what's a year or two or three or four? And, and you know, mm-hmm. in time... Time goes by so fast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, isn't it worth learning how to to go within, learning how to seek, learning how to hear? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, You're in a, learning mm-hmm. how to recognize it when you hear mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. and then acting on it. Not just mm-hmm. the hearing; it's not just being the hearer of the word, but what being a doer. Doer, yeah, and that there are universal laws that God has placed. And they're universal laws. It doesn't matter who you are, whether you're Christian, Muslim, Mm. doesn't matter. There are certain laws that God has placed, and it doesn't matter. If you follow those laws, you're going to reap the benefits. But you have have to follow them. One of the things that I've learned is that when you go into those quiet moments and God teaches you those laws, you can manifest them. 
at any point in time. And one of the things I love about the transformation that you've made into really walking into your true gift, Lisa, is that after you made that decision to say, look, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go for it. I'm a fly, I'm gonna just go off the mountaintop and I and I I'm just gonna just say whatever. Um everything you want need is already at your disposal. There is yep. nothing in order for you to execute more fully in your gift that you need. That's you right. uncovered everything there that you need. And that's yeah. the amazing piece. Yeah. That once we understand what we really want in our spirit and our heart, it's already it has already been prepared. When he says, I have yeah. already prepared a table for you. Ooh. Yeah. The table yeah. has already yeah. been prepared. Once you walking in your gift, you can yeah. just walk into it. And you don't need to even ask for anything because everything you and you now believe that all I have is with me. I don't need money. I don't need a friend. All I know is that once I'm operating in that universal law of my intention to use my gift or talent, I can now manifest whatever it is I need at any point. Amen. I don't Amen. have to wait. There is no waiting. There's no time limit. I can do it right now today. And in that process, yeah. I can teach other people how to how to find their gifts and how they can help. And then they, too, will be able to walk in that divineness as well as others. And they'll share and pass it on as well. And I think that that is the ultimate gift. Yes, and that's and, awesome. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and as you were saying that, I just had, you know, I was just being shown something. You know the scripture that says, and in my father's house there are many mansions? Many mansions, um, yeah. If it were not so. But you know what? The mansions in my father's house uh-huh. is within us. Okay, yeah, remember how yeah. we talked about the kingdom of heaven being within? So if the kingdom of yeah. heaven is within, that means yeah. that the Father's house is within us. It's, it's, it's our yeah. soul. It's, it's like our subconscious. Yeah. It's like who we are. So if my Father's house, there are many mansions, there are so many gifts. There are mansions yeah. that with, we hold that. We hold the key yeah. to the mansions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All we have to Whatever. do is accept it. And, right, go yeah. on. Yes, whatever we desire, whatever we desire. And for people out there, once you start walking in your gift, the reason why we stress gifts, talent, and why that stress is because we're here, we come in the world to give. That is our ultimate goal. We were born to give. If, if, If that wasn't a goal, we could have just been, you know, Adam would have been here on the surf by himself and God, and that would have been the end of the story. But it wasn't. Yeah. We were here to multiply, to produce, to dominate, to to do all of the things going back to creation, to really be true creators. And I yeah. found that when we fail to be true to the creation that we know we were destined with in terms of our gifts and talents, that is when we experience such unhappiness, such lethargy, such illness, you name it. That's when everything negative comes upon us because we yeah. are not operating in our gifts and talents. That's right. We're shrinking. We're shrinking from them, um, again, yeah. because we feel like we need to we need to compare it, like um, maybe uh, compare yourself to an Oprah Winfrey or compare yeah. yourself to uh, Deepak Chopra or compare yeah. yourself to Dr. So-and-so or this teacher or that teacher. Yeah. No. What God gave to you is yours, and if you use it, if you fully use it and not shrink from it, not run from it, not hide from it, you will be just blessed beyond your wildest imagination. He will open doors for you that you didn't even think could open. You didn't even know that door was there until you started walking and honoring your gift. So my my advice to you is to trust, start trusting that voice that you hear yeah. inside. If it's yeah. to write a book, start writing. To yeah. One one sentence at a time. Don't look at the whole yeah. book and say, oh, because yeah. if you do that, yes, it becomes overwhelming. Yeah. Don't look at it like that. Just start with a piece of paper, a pen, and a thought. Yeah. <laughs> 
Write that thought down, and I guarantee you if you pray on it and you ask, okay, I need more, give me more, what am I supposed to write about? And I guarantee Mm -hmm. you before you look up, that pen is just moving across that paper, and you look up and you've got two sentences, three sentences, three paragraphs, four, and now you've got a whole chapter. Start there. Just start. You don't need to see the whole staircase. Just take the first step. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you know we I I, I want to the show went by so fast but we're down to that part where I want to leave you with this and this right here what what I'm about to share with you is one of my all time all time favorite quotes um, and I just think it just fits this moment so perfectly mm-hmm. our deepest fear. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, and fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us. It's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. So that concludes our show for this evening. Once again, uh, I want to thank everyone for tuning in with us. A shout-out to my family who are always loving and supporting me, and also to my friends and colleagues and all of my social networking sites. Once again, a big thank you, Teresa, for coming on and sharing yeah, your wisdom yeah. with us. For knowledge is power, and when we know better, what? We do we better. We do better. <laughs> yes, wow. yes. And also, uh, don't forget mm-hmm. to stop by my website, yourdestinyawaits.net, to get some extra motivation and inspiration. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash a date with destiny 101 and follow us on twitter at lyse 101 we will be back on monday july 8th at 6 30 eastern standard time and your mission if you choose to accept it is take the necessary time to do a true self-evaluation seek god and learn how to love yourself first because after all you owe it to yourself to know yourself Now, I'm going to leave you uh, this evening with a song that divinely came to me this week as I was writing. I like to listen to music as I work, um, and it just truly, uh, music just truly inspires me. I asked my angels if they were here with me, and if so, to show me a sign that I would know without a shadow of a doubt that they were. And not two minutes after having asked, And the key word is asked. The song that I'm going to play for you was their answer. I have never heard this song uh, before, but now it is like on my top ten playlist. (laughs) So my wish is that it will bless you as it has blessed me. So once again, uh, this is Lisa Saunders, and thank you for tuning in to Blog Talk Radio's A Date with Destiny. Peace and abundant blessings, everyone. May the angels protect you, trouble neglect you, and heaven accept you. When it's time to go home, may you always have plenty, your glass never empty, and know in your belly you're never alone. May your tears come from laughing. You find friends worth having With every year passing They mean more than gold May you ever stay humble Smile more than grumble And know when you stumble You're never alone
I wanted I'm not gonna promise The cold winds won't blow So when hard times have found you And your fears surround you Wrap my love around you You're never alone Never alone 